This podcast is brought to you by Voice and Vision, bringing help, hope, and healing to individuals, families, and communities affected by mental illness, addictions, and disabilities in southeastern Pennsylvania. Financial support for this podcast is provided by a Veterans Trust Fund grant from the Pennsylvania Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. Welcome to Untold Valor, a podcast with a unique focus on veterans, featuring stories of courage, recovery, perseverance, and strength. Listen to hear veterans share their perspectives on what it's like to battle mental health challenges, combat addictions, and overcome other adversities unique to those who have served. Welcome into another edition of Untold Valor, and we're looking forward to this conversation this week because it's kind of a holiday conversation here on the podcast. We want to talk about family and hope and faith and just the different pieces that kind of start to crop up at this time of the year. Uh, we were releasing this in uh, in December. I'm not exactly sure the date when this was particular episode's coming out, but we want to have a conversation around that. And so Reverend Ben is here to talk with me along with Valerie Milroy, who is the CEO of Voice and Vision. So she's going to hang out and chat with us as well. Uh, as a family member, her son served in the military as well as her uh, ex-husband. So we're going to have a good conversation around holiday uh, and just like, like I said, family and, and things of that nature. So guys, welcome in. Reverend Ben, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Doing very well. Valerie, how are you? Great. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Good to have you on. And, you know, when we were talking about setting this one up, we were chatting about some of the things you, you just kind of wanted to cover and go through. So let's kind of uh, just do a quick refresher for folks. Obviously, you've been on the show before, but um, tell us a little bit about, you know, your family history and your kind of side of things as a uh, as a family member to veterans. Sure. Well, my dad served in the Air Force years and years ago. And so he always valued his military service. And then my ex-husband, he came home one day and said, well, I did it. I said, you did what? He said, I signed up for the military. I said, you did what? (laughs) He said, yeah, I signed up for the military. I said, oh. And so it was very interesting. We had a couple little kids by then and off he went and changed his branch a couple of times, but it was the reserves primarily and did some tours, active duty tours in Somalia. And he did some, actually, he did some work in this country when they needed help. And then my son in his college year in 2000, I guess he was a sophomore or junior, he signed up for the Marine Reserves. And then right away, 9-11 happened and off he went to Anasaria in Iraq. And he was, his unit was responsible for or part of the rescue of Jessica Lynch, if you remember her, the prisoner yeah, of war. Yeah. And so he served over there until it was declared, you know, the, the war's done. And then they came back and remained in the reserves for a while. So mm. as a Marine, it was very interesting. I got to go down to Paris Island and watch him who he's very creative and very brilliant and all over the place in some regards, very artsy. And then also very detailed and very intellectual. And then to watch him become a, Marine was such an honor and such a proud moment just to see who he became. And then with the GI Bill and all, he's working in a really good job now as a, a engineer and just it really made an impact in his life and it made an impact in our life. And then as a mom, when your son's in Iraq or in any of the wars, you're praying every day and, you know, yeah. hoping every day and sending yeah. packages and so forth. So I, I really value the the other parents and the wives, the spouses of military 
people that are deployed or even people that are serving here because it's, it's a lot to navigate. Yeah. Well, and that's where we want to turn that conversation to a little bit. So thank you for sharing that, Valerie, is is really around some of the holiday conversation and the struggles that can happen, uh, you know, for veterans during the holidays or for their families you know, during the holidays as well. So, uh, Reverend Ben, did you find that to be a, a particularly tough time, holiday seasons, uh, during, after, so on and so forth? Absolutely. Um, especially when I was in, on deployments during around holidays. Of course, Uncle Sam did all they could to make us feel comfortable and, and pamper us, but there's no place like home during the holidays. So many of veteran people that I served with went through depression and all kinds of issues. So it, it it could be a trying time for uh, uh, active military personnel, as well as those who came home with scars. And um, sometimes militaries, even I mean, the holidays open those scars as well. So yeah. yes, I, I would say so. Yeah, definitely, Valerie. What about yourself? Did, did that happen? Uh, you know, any of those things going on during that holiday season? Did you find it more struggling? Uh, did you find it more you know, hopeful or uplifting? You know, anything you can share there? Yeah, I found a struggle, especially with little children. And I remember this wasn't during a holiday, but I had my fourth, our fourth child when he was deployed. And so he wasn't there for the birth. And even leading up to that holidays, it was difficult, actually, and trying to manage and you want to try to help your spouse or your son have a good holiday, but you're kind of powerless because you're at home and you can only send good wishes or care packages or whatever. It's it's very difficult. And then yeah. you're holding down the fort. So that's difficult. Although I have to say that there were good good um, family support in the military, the Marines, at least I can say. I wasn't too involved with um, Kevin. That was my, my, the name of my ex-husband. I wasn't too involved with the military families then, but with my son more so. And so there's good support for the families with that. So I would really recommend reaching out to that, but it is difficult because you don't know and you have to answer a lot of questions and you have to be happy and, well, <laughs> or you have to be real yeah. for your other kids. Yeah. You know, That's a great, that's a great point. How do you keep your hope up? Well, you know, the, here's the thing. I've been doing a lot of studying. I also happen to be a minister and I just spoke on hope deferred makes the heart sick. There's a scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. And I realized when I looked back over, and interestingly enough, now that we're serving veterans of voice and vision and we have Comp Your Core and we're doing the podcast, I know a lot more now than I ever knew when I was actually helping my son and my husband through the military and was a military family. I had no idea. And now I'm hearing all the stories and please listen to our past podcasts. They're so good. I'm hearing all the stories and I'm going, oh, that's why that happened. Oh, my gosh. Now I see. I wish I would have known that. And so I did sometimes have hope deferred. And when that scripture that talks about when our hope is postponed, like you might get an idea that your person's coming home and then they get they have to extend where they are or you think it's going to be really good when someone comes home. But actually, one time I know when my when Kevin came home, it threw everybody on alert almost it was difficult because we had a routine and now the routine is gone and he had to leave and you know it it was very hard so i saw that active and then it says makes the heart sick so that could be depression it could be it could be actual physical illness or it could be anxiety you don't know what to do you're walking on pins and needles so everybody feels peaceful and happy and it's unrealistic to think that one person can hold everything together but you know, I, when I saw some of the great work they did afterwards, then that dream realized or the hope that, that it was going to end or that they would be safe, it really brought some 
life and light into to the family then. So yeah, it's hard to keep hope alive, I think, sometimes. And then for other people, even for the people, the the military, the, the active military personnel themselves, it's hard because they want to be here and you can hear it in their voice. And I really would encourage everyone, any kind of hope deferred, anything that's postponed or something they were looked forward to or really was happy about that's gone now, you know, or that it's postponed to really look at other dreams, look at other things until that can happen, because it's really important to stay well and healthy. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that, Valerie. Um, you know, I, I remember being deployed and, you know, you know, the old the, the serviceman is away and his girlfriend's back home. And, um, you know, that that's a, that's a love story in itself. But I remember something my grandfather told me. And, that's, and it kind of stuck with me during my deployments and when I was um, going through struggles in the military. He said, the darkest moment comes before the brightest hour. And that gave me hope. It gave me hope. Even in my struggles, my mental health struggles uh, after uh, my discharge and, and going through an addiction and things like that, it was that, that quote that stuck to my head that let me know that I'm going through something. And I want to tell the veterans on the line today that we all go through something. But we have to realize that when we're going through, that we're eventually coming out. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that's a great point, Ben. You know, it certainly is the case. And the holiday season already, unfortunately, right, it does increase, you know, the the suicide rate happens to, to go up during the holiday season. So I, I, I'm sure that statistics are, are even greater for our veterans and things of that nature. And with the, the point of the podcast being, you know, Veterans Recovery in Action, it's, it's important to have – I guess the, an open conversation about some of those resources, right? So uh, the national hotline, I think they've, they've made this now really helpful in that regard, right? So you can do from your cell phone, I believe it's just 988, is that correct? Yes, 988. They give you options to push for different um, options you have or ways you want to communicate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate to take it down that dark path based on the conversation, Valerie, but I think that's important, right? Because unfortunately, these numbers do go up during sometimes people refer to the holidays as the silly season, right? Uh, and people get a little silly in, in you know, it's a, it's a lighter way of saying it. But unfortunately, it's just, it can be an issue. And some, sometimes you need that hope or you need faith or, or something to help pull you through some darker times around the holidays. I agree. I have to say that every day I prayed for my son, I prayed for his unit. Of course, I prayed for everyone, but that's my faith was what kept me going throughout the entire time. The same thing when Kevin was away. It was hard. Now, he was in reserves mostly, so he was mostly not deployed, but he would be deployed for, you know, a period of weeks or months. And then we had to readjust everything and figure out what to do. And so it's very difficult. And I think, you know, really reaching out to other people and Sometimes at night being so tired and then alcoholism came into it because there was a lot of drinking um, It sound, on the base. I mean, it was free. Alcohol was easily accessible. And then even out in the field, alcohol. So alcoholism came into it. And so sometimes there was great sadness and pain. Trauma came into it and sometimes great sorrow. And then, you know, you add any kind of holiday pressure. And other people don't understand what you're going through unless they they are a military family. And so there's a lot that can happen. And around the holidays, if you don't have anyone or I met other people that they lost their loved one in the war, that's very, very difficult. So we want to be sure at Untold Valor that we help people through the recovery of 
alcohol or uh, mental health, if it's depression, if it is hope deferred, and I mentioned earlier, that makes the heart sick, it says. And again, that's the heart co- is the mind, the emotions, the the feelings. It's our physical body that we're just not feeling well, that yeah. we can help people to come out of that with a, a vision, with a dream that they have and they can look forward to to, to experience that hope again. Yeah, the uh, unfortunately, you know, the comparison rates for veterans uh, in that finding themselves in that situation rose by about twenty three percent per hundred thousand from two thousand and one to two thousand and nineteen. So, you know, not a good trend. It's not moving in the right direction. We'd like to see it. So, again, if you need some help, that's one of the things that the the podcast is all about, guys. Right? Is is offering and sharing different people's experiences and stories, and then. Uh, different resources and ways to reach out and get some help because there's a ton of resources out there, but you know, you've got to be willing to access them, I suppose. Absolutely. You have to be able to resource, um, you know, find out these resources that are out here for the veteran who still suffers. It's very important that we, when we put it out there, because um, I want all veterans to know that um, you're not the only ones who go through hard times. There's many resources out there, even for the veteran, that's in the service or your family when you're in deployment, the USO is very helpful. But uh, yes, there, there, there's a need to, to publicize this. Now, I want to make a point. Um, back when I was in the military, it was back in the 80s, you didn't have Zoom, you didn't have FaceTime, you couldn't text, it wasn't even cell phones. So can you imagine the, uh, the difference between that time era, the veteran in that era being deployed away on Christmas or wherever, versus now? Where veterans today have they have technology, they have the multi social media, where they can FaceTime their family, they could be across yeah. the world yeah. and FaceTime family. So there are advantages to technology. True, that's a great point. Yeah, I imagine Valerie, you would have loved to have been able to do that, right? Right. Well, interesting with my son in two thousand, it was still two thousand three and so forth. It was a little easier, but yes, that would have been great. And yeah, I, mean, I think well, again for fact. Yeah, smartphones okay. weren't until what two thousand seven, right? The the you know the i the iPhone or whatever. So yeah, right. Can, it's a little bit better than Ben's time, but still not like you can do now. Like, like like with my daughter, we've mentioned her numerous times. You know, it's a lot easier. But even then, you know, depending on where they're at, they can't always access that stuff. Well, that's the thing, and it's also suicide among or thinking. You know, even if you may not com- complete the suicide, you still may think about it as a family member. And Mm. I know we had an issue in my own household where there was an attempt. And so that is also very difficult. And what happened, the aftermath of that, because you really realize there's such, it made such an impact and the trauma made such an impact that you had no idea. And I also found that, you know, talking to other people too, that the person in the military doesn't always talk about what's happening. And we've heard that on our podcast here mm-hmm. and the depth of the trauma. And so I think for the military families, it's just as important to get help and just as important to connect with other military families so that, that you can we can understand what we're all going through in a different way. And yes, when you don't have access to people and you don't know what's going on as far as your military family member, it's really hard. It's difficult. So you were right, Reverend Ben. It's harder when you couldn't just pick up a phone and say, hey, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> or look at them, you know, yeah, just give yeah. a big smile. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Totally different time yeah, period. Know, oh, sorry, Ben. Go ahead. I just want all veterans listening to know that um, you're not by yourself. Let's not get caught up in our heads, uh, as we often do. 
but there is another side to this. They're, they're, you know, we sometimes have to change our mindset. You know, if your mindset is set on failure and destruction, then that's the path that you take. But I'm here to let you know that we don't have to live in self-bondage anymore, that we can be free. We can actually walk in the light. We can see the joy. We can see the peace. We can see the promise. So we just hold on and grab on to somebody and see if you could be a help to somebody else, which is the greatest reward of all is to help another person. Yeah. Well said, Reverend. Absolutely. Well, guys, at this at this point, we usually kind of turn to wrapping things up here. Uh, so instead of necessarily me doing the uh, the message to the listeners, since Ben just expressed a great one there, uh, any kind of resources or extra things you guys would like to touch on before we go uh, this week in case folks would like to check out some other ways to, uh, you know, to get involved or some resources, things of that nature? I just want the veterans listening to know that this podcast, we, this is our second season. And what we do is we gather vital information to help veterans that are going through hard times. So if you if you listen to this podcast, that means you're already in our site. Search through some of the other podcasts. And there's a lot of good information out there that can be very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Valerie? You know, the military one source, I think, is very helpful, too, for veterans and their families. They can help you give you ideas about care packages to send to people that are active duty, um, also to veterans. They can be helpful. Uh, also, the Stephen Cohen Military and Family Clinic in Philadelphia, they've been very helpful. They have a lot of resources for military and their families, veterans. Mm. That's very good. I would say the VA, please check out our pages, our web podcast pages on our website, because we have a lot of resources there of different groups that can be helpful that you can reach out to. And the main thing is reach out to someone. As a person of faith, I go to my faith community first, generally, and I find great solace there and great support. And if you need someone to call, you can call Voice and Vision, you can call Compeer, Compeer Core, and we can direct you with specific resources. But there are a lot already on our website, and we're happy to help. We also have a webinar there that can be helpful. And just as a preview, we're having a big workshop coming out in the spring around really looking at the issue of suicide and of wellness and of staying well and really combating any kind of suicide ideation so that people live because that's what we're all about, having people live and to thrive. Absolutely. Well, go to the website, check it out if you'd like to, folks. Uh, certainly, they've got a lot of great resources there at voiceandvisioninc.org. That's voiceandvisioninc.org, uh, and get started that way. So, And you can also call them if you'd like as well at 800-734-5665, 800-734-5665. Guys, thanks for hanging out and talking uh, holiday with me a little bit and and family and hope and faith and all of these things are important and, and definitely they provide their own sets of struggles, but I think they're also the same things that can also get us through a lot of time. So appreciate your time so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Reverend Ben. It was it was good. And we do wish everybody a, a good holiday season and a, and a good 2024, a great 2024. And Absolutely. Again, if we can do anything for you at Voice and Vision, please come to your core. Give us a call. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Untold Valor, a podcast that does focus on veterans with stories of courage and recovery and perseverance and strength and their family members as well. We'll see you next time here on Untold Valor. You've been listening to Untold Valor by Voice and Vision. We hope you found the information and resources discussed today helpful. As always, thank you for listening and for your support. 
Remember, to stay connected with us through our various social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, don't forget to visit the website, voiceandvisioninc.org. That's voiceandvisioninc.org, where you can sign up for our blog and find free resources and information on upcoming events, webinars, workshops, and get support. You can also access our free help and hope guide for individuals and families struggling with substance use and addiction. If someone you know is struggling, please reach out for help because you and your life matter. Remember, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available to you at any time by dialing 988. We are all ambassadors of hope and recovery. And if you want to share your story, please contact us. Compere Corps is also looking for veteran mentor volunteers and veteran participants. To find out more information about Compere Corps, please call 610-541-0790. That's 610-541-0790. You can find all the links and contact information for the resources mentioned on today's episode by checking the description and the show notes section of your app. Thank you again for tuning in and for your support. Until next time, this has been Untold Valor.